everybody wants to be at the top of the roller coaster, right? Everybody wants to be up there because that's the freaking boss ass best life spot and everybody wants it. And the middle is just kind of like you're coasting and the bottom sucks. Nobody wants to be in the lows of the roller coaster because it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. But you literally cannot just go from middle to top. You, like, that's not how momentum works. You have to go into the lows if you're ever going to get to the top. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast, the place to be to gain a rock-solid mindset, create powerful habits, and leap into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, life and mindset coach, entrepreneur, and goal-smashing extraordinaire, Nicole Baker. I am here to bring you actionable and applicable tools that you can use in your own life to launch yourself forward, to gain that clarity, and to ignite your motivational fire in order to achieve anything your heart desires. If you have a dream that feels crazy ambitious, if you are an aspiring achiever, or if you know that you are ready to leap into a life that you absolutely love, then you are in the right place. I'm so happy to have you here, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I hope you took some time last week. As you guys know, I didn't release a new episode last week. What I did instead is I I released a episode. It was like a minute, but it had in the show notes um, several podcasts that I have become aware of in the past week or so, and I hope you got a chance to dive into them. And I hope, if not those, I hope you got a chance to dive into something else or you were doing something. I just like, I, I know that you, you've you seen it on social. I hope you're living it in your life. I hope you're talking to your family. But there was something really powerful that I saw last week, and that was we're all driving the same way. Whether you're in the lane that is out in the streets protesting, whether you're in the lane that is doing behind the scenes donating, whether you're in the lane that's reading, whether you're in the lane that's learning and having conversations with your family and friends that are really hard and uncomfortable, but we're all driving the same way. You don't have to be in all four lanes to drive the same way, but you do have to be in one of them. And so I just, I I heard that and I, (laughs) shocking as achievers, and especially if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that you're very similar. You feel like you have to be in all the lanes and don't get me wrong. Be in as many lanes as you effing want. But if you are taking action and learning, if you're having a conversation with your family that seems really hard, if you're calling someone out for being quiet, so on and so forth, you're still driving the same way. So I just, I wanted to start off the podcast by saying that, but I want to say the the episode previously, it's going to be up for now and for always. I will continue adding to it as I hear um, more podcasts or as I learn new things. And I, I want to add to that just as a, as one resource. And you guys don't just rely on that. There's so many freaking resources this out there. There's Google Docs that people are sharing like crazy. There's um, Google searches. Literally, you can search so much. Like it, it just, it blows me away with how often people are like, well, I don't know. So that's it. And it's like, I don't know is one Google search away from saying, I know what to do. So please keep that in mind and please drive forward. But I want to bring you guys today's episode because Sarah Folero is a beam of light, just a beam of light in all of this. And her energy is just, it outpours onto you and you just feel so 
touched and she's just such a beautiful soul. So I'm so happy to have her here today. But before we dive into the juicy goods of today's episode with Sarah, I want to do an iTunes review of the episode. Starting here on, I'm going to do a review of the podcast every single episode. If you have not reviewed the podcast, I urge you, please go ahead and write a little review on the iTunes platform if you are listening on that. I would greatly appreciate it. Not only does it help us go up the charts, but you'll also get a shout out on the podcast, which I think is pretty cool. So today's iTunes review of the episode is from L Wag. <laughs> That's fun. L Wagna. L Wagna. L Wagna. <laughs> One eighteen. Um. L Wagna One eighteen says, when you're looking for help, especially in the podcast world, it's easy to get lost in a sea of different podcasts. If you're an artist of any kind, I encourage you to listen to this one. Nicole is. Oh my goodness. Nicole is the only person I know who focuses on artists' needs. It is also so helpful that she came from the world of performing arts. She knows exactly what creatives are going through, the lives they tell themselves, and how to turn it all around to create a positive headspace. She's an incredible talent whose coaching gets real results. I can't wait to keep listening and keep learning. Oh my God, that's so nice. Thank you, L. Wagner 118, if I'm pronouncing that at all correctly. Um, I so appreciate it. Guys, if you have not written an iTunes review, I urge you, please, please, please go ahead and do that. And also, if you haven't rated the podcast five stars, I'd really appreciate it. Like I said, it helps bump us up the charts, and it helps get the word out there to more more people. It's not so that I can be at the top of the charts. It's not for that. It's really just so more people can get this information. That is truly my mission here. So without further ado, I want to introduce the incredible Sarah Falero. Sarah is an actor, singer, and entrepreneur based out of New York City. She had recently, like, guys, recently, you're going to be blown away with how recently, quit her toxic job And she has started a brand and business coaching business for artists. She is such a powerhouse and she is just so driven and I cannot wait for you guys to hear all the tactics that she has for you all, but also all the wisdom that she has to share. So shut up, Nicole. Without further ado, Sarah Ferlero. Welcome, Sarah. I feel like I know you <laughs> already, <laughs> but I, for everyone who's listening who doesn't know you, which guys, follow her. She's amazing. <laughs> I people know who you are, what you do, why you're so amazing. They'll be able to tell it immediately. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> what a warm intro. Thank you. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Sarah Falero and I am an actor, singer, entrepreneur based out of New York City. And my entrepreneurial side is a branding and business coach for creatives. So I teach artists how to, one, develop their personal digital brand so that they can be in control of their own narrative, feel empowered, and expand their network on their own terms. And two, develop their own freelance business so that they can be in control of their lifestyle and live their dream life right now. I just got chills, and it's like the first two minutes of this conversation. It's going to get good. I love it. Um, well, like, that is so important right now, and I'm sure you agree. Like, so much, Especially in the creative artist space, your social media is your new resume. Totally. It's oh, my gosh, like, yeah. Using that to your advantage, because I know, at least when I was an actor, I was so annoyed by it mm-hmm. that I was just like, no, no, like, don't, like, yeah. Don't go there. And it's 
it, like using that instead to people's strengths and letting mm-hmm. that really, like I've seen some of your clients and they're just, they're killing it. Oh my yeah. God. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to think about it like, because I totally agree. I think that there's like, there's like two dirty narratives here, right? So like social media, people associate with like social media influencers, but in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And like, they also associate uh, your social media for artists as like an extension of your type, which is like another dirty word. Mm. And so I think that the way that I want to, I want to reframe the narrative essentially, because one, I think that social media is this insanely powerful tool in the backpack of everybody we know. And like, if you're not using that tool, you're leaving a lot of money and opportunity on the table. Um, but then the other thing is that, So your type, I like to think about, is like what other people tell you that you are. It's Mm -hmm. what they say, this is the box you fit into. But your brand is the box you tell other people that you fit into. So you're saying, no, 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 no. this is who I am. And I think that's so freaking cool. (laughs) I'm speechless. That was such a mic drop. Okay, just just so people can really let that sink in. Can you say that again? Because that's brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yes, so your type is what other people tell you you are, and your brand is what you tell other people you are. So it's your way to say, no, 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 this is who I am. Oh, it's good. (laughs) I literally, like... When I was working specifically just with artists, um, a lot of them felt so trapped in their type. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't don't know where you went to school or what your uh, background is with it, but um, at my school specifically, it was very much, you're an ingenue or you're not. You're funny. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're not both. Yeah. Yeah, But like never. And um, and it was so frustrating because it's like, well, I have blonde hair, so I'm an ingenue, but yeah. I also like like making people laugh. So it was so frustrating to always feel like not fitting into that mold. So I love that. Oh my yeah. God, that's brilliant. Um, so going to the next question, you're <clears throat> really big on mindset. You're really big on personal growth. How mm-hmm. did you start your personal development journey? Totally. So, okay. So how do I even put this in words? Okay. So honestly, I think it all started because, so my dad got sick when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a huge, when I think about my life and I think about it in multiple acts, that was like a huge turning point for me. And it took me some time of dealing with that reality to actually make any type of shift. Mm -hmm. But when I was about 22, I found myself like away from home, feeling really guilty for that. Um, in a program that wasn't right, I was studying, you know, for me, what was the wrong thing at the time. And I was just, it just was all wrong. And I, and I had to make this moment. I like vividly remember myself lying on the floor, listening to Fleetwood Mac in my, in my dorm room crying. (laughs) I was like, something's wrong. Something is so wrong. And I had to like make the active decision to either let myself die there (laughs) or, you know, or switch, (laughs) change my mind. And like, that was the first time that I realized I could do that and I could change my mind. And that no matter what that caused, like it was still totally in my control to do that. Um, and that was so empowering for me. And so that led to a whole bunch of personal development and it led to me analyzing everything about my decision-making and everything, which like, yeah, it's been such a journey, but I'm so, I really believe personal development has changed my entire life. by far. Yeah. Something we talk about, at least that we talked about on the podcast is that decisions happen in a moment. Mm -hmm. Change is the growth that happens after you make a decision. Yes. And 
it's so funny because so many people are like, how do I change my life? How do I do this? Like looking for like the magic pill treatment. And I'm like, yeah. you fucking decide. Yeah, That's you have it. to choose. Like- you have to choose. And it has to be a powerful decision. And mm-hmm. like, I, I like to look at it as you get leverage. You either look at your life five, 10 years from now in the most yeah. pleasure driven, like so excited, so fulfilled, or you do the opposite. Mm-hmm. What is the thing that you're trying to avoid right now? I put avoid in quotation mo- uh, quotes because you haven't made the decision yet. Yeah. Lay it out. Five, 10 years from now, if you haven't changed, if that thing that you hate about your life right now is still there, what happens? What's yeah. around you? Who's not around you? And that normally, that powerful like need to avoid pain is what triggers people to kick. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. Get into high gear. Totally. I love that you lay it out like that too, because sometimes you're like, I really need to build the narrative. Like, I, I think as performers, we love to know the story, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, that's exactly what I need to hear. Because sometimes it is the decision of like, okay, do I want immediate gratification or the long term? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to choose the long term. Always. Yeah. Always. So. And it's so, it's so hard to train your brain to always think about okay, this decision, yeah. what does it look like a week from now, two weeks from now, two years from now? Like, it's so hard to train, change your brain. Yeah. But I feel like when you really start reaching for growth, like, I, I know you and your girlfriend are super big on morning routines. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that. A lot of people don't want to get up at 6, 5, whatever in the morning. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it at 6, 5, 10 at night, and you're like, oh, wow, look at all the stuff I accomplished that day because my mindset was in order because my body felt strong. Like, yeah here's where I am. Then you get out of bed. You get the leverage that way. And what's so interesting, Nicole, is that (laughs) we have been on a journey for a morning routine. (laughs) Like like it is not natural for us. (laughs) Talk that out because we just did a morning routine episode last week. So I want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was not easy for us to do this. And like, we still like, this is so funny, but this will really explain it. it was like the other day, one of us did a morning routine and when I say one of us, I mean not me. <laughs> she she did the morning routine. And I was like so grouchy about it. Like we are just trying so hard to like figure it all out. Mm-hmm. But it's like when we're trapped in the quarantine together and like we're seeing each other. So it's just like so funny because it's not easy for us to wake up. We want to like cuddle. We want to stay in yeah. bed. We, we don't want to wake up before the sun. Our cat comes and cuddles with us. Like it's a whole freaking situation. So getting out of our bed is an event. <laughs> But we're working on it. And like right. we, we know what our setbacks are. So we're working on it. Amazing. Oh my yeah. if you don't mind me asking, what are like the things that make you guys get out of bed on those days? Yeah, it's totally different for both of us. Um and I am honestly not totally sure what it is for her yet. But for me, I honestly think about it in the way that I think about auditioning really early. So like it's it's something I get to do and I'm excited to do mm. and I am looking forward to doing. And I just really drill that into my brain. And then when I wake up, I have to get up right away. Like I yep. can't let myself sit there for even a moment. I have to just like throw the blanket and like leave the bed <laughs> oh <my laughs> because otherwise I'll, I'll stay all day. <laughs> you know about the five, four, three, two, one rule? 
No. It's a Mel Robbins technique, but it's, it's fucking brilliant. She talks about <laughs> it specifically with getting up. Okay. And it's that when your alarm goes off, you have five seconds to make a decision for growth or a decision to stay in your old habits. And after those five seconds, your brain will go back to the habit. Like it's something about the basal ganglia, how your habit brain lives there. But oh my gosh. There's no science behind it. But <laughs> um, you, when you're in bed, you literally have five, four, three, two, one before you get up. And so she said one morning, because she was like, she, for a really long time, she was super depressed, had a lot of anxiety, all this kind of yeah. stuff. Her story is amazing. But she literally pictured like a, um, a rocket about to be launched into space. And she goes, okay, five, four, three, two, one. And the next thing she knows, she's opened her eyes and she's standing up in the middle of a room in like, I think it's Boston in February. And it's like so, it's so cool. But if you start to think about it that way, where it's like, you have to take that massive action right away yeah if you're wanting to like do that and it's so easier said than done (laughs) I want to preface that for listeners because it's so much easier said than done because when you think about it it's five in the morning like it's it's getting to be summer obviously but like in the middle of winter in Chicago or New York Mm -hmm. it's effing cold so it's like the last thing you want to do cozy like your partners are there. Yeah. There's so many outside things. But if you think like five, four, three, two, one, up. And it's, that is so awesome. I love that. I love that. And I love it because it also totally plays into the idea of like go before you're ready, you know, what yes. I mean? which is Ooh. so, I think, huge for like personal development. <laughs> well, okay. I want to skip ahead because yeah, yeah, yeah. something beautiful that you talked about on your podcast, which is mm-hmm. amazing. If any actors are listening, which I know there's a lot of, go listen to the Odd Squad podcast. It's phenomenal. It's so good. <laughs> I love Thanks. it. Um, you talked about this idea of being born from the ashes. Mm. Will you speak into that real quick? Totally. I love this idea. This is honestly like one of my, my, my most consistent thoughts is that I think there's something so beautiful about moving through and overcoming personal struggle and the struggles that are placed in your life. I think that is so beautiful because you can only do it actively like you can be reborn but you have to make the decision to like fly away like you can become the phoenix but not realize you've become a phoenix and so it's really important for you to make to to make the move into your new self Mm -hmm. and so being reborn through your struggle i think is such a beautiful way to be active in who you are Did that make any that sense? Totally did. In oh my, my brain, I like <laughs> No, that totally did. I love that idea when it like comes to resilience. Like Yeah. And I mean, honestly, what a better time to be talking about this idea. Like mm-hmm. when right now a lot of people are feeling like they're a phoenix on fire and yeah. they they get to like either be reborn or they get to die in the ashes. And yeah. a lot of people are struggling to find that motivation to take flight, like you said. And totally. What do you, what would you say to those people who are really struggling right now? Oh my God. (laughs) I'm putting you on the spot, girl. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm, it immediately like pulls at my heart because there's so much I would want to say to the people who are struggling right now. You, do you mean, hmm, do you mean right now, like with society and quarantine and pandemic, do you mean in that space or do you mean just like in anything going on? Let's do with anything. Okay. Let's make it broad. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I think what I would say to anybody who is like truly struggling right now. Okay. One is that I like genuinely care about you. I really do. I, even if I don't know you, I like love, I, I just love, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I genuinely care about you and you like to the point where you always have a friend in me. And if you ever contacted me, I would respond. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's more is that sometimes the things that feel like the worst thing in the world and sometimes the things that feel so big and so like um, paralyzing and like that you're drowning in them. Sometimes those are the moment that you're heading into the, the biggest, most wonderful transformation. Like something beautiful is just ahead, but you have to continue to go in order to see that. But like something beautiful is always just ahead. And like, I think that's so important because when I think about the darkest moments of my life, And like, I mean, honestly, I feel like there have been quite a few just because of like having my dad sick for so young. Like, I think when I think about the darkest moments of my life, something really magnificent came shortly after them. And like now when I think about them, I almost, I feel this responsibility toward them. Like I love them because they're so much a part of what has made me become who I am. And I love who I am. And you should love who you are because look at all you can do. Look at all you've done. Look where you are. You know? You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. I think that's what I'd say. (laughs) That is beautiful. Thank you. Oh my goodness. And I want to, I want to confirm for anyone who's listening, Sarah is the biggest hype woman and the biggest, like, virtual hug, like, you could ever feel, and it's just, like, like, this is the first time we're talking face-to-face, and I feel like I've known you 10 years, like, this, you have just such a, a beautiful, warm energy around you, and it's just, it's so beautiful, so thank you, that was so vulnerable, and so lovely, wow, (laughs) (laughs) I do want to pivot a little bit more, because you have built this incredibly successful business, and <laughs> I, how, what, like, why, <laughs> like, what, what made you feel like this is what I was born to do? Okay. It's actually, I, I mean, from my perspective, pretty interesting. So okay. I was working, um, I was working remotely already. Um, so I was working for, as a, um, a manager agent for social media influencers and what a weird job. Like what? I was going to say, that is, I bet you got the story. <laughs> the fact that that exists is freaking weird, but I was. And, um, so I was already working in the social media space, um, very, very closely. And I was making good money and I was remote and like that would seem to most people like that was the ideal job. But I actually, even though I loved the company, I had these two bosses who were very toxic. Like I'm talking no boundaries. I worked 60 plus hours every week. Like they would call me at three in the morning. I, and the reason that I ultimately quit because I, I did what everyone does and I ignored the signs for a yeah. long time and I stayed there and I was like, you know, it's fine to the point where like people that knew me thought I was literally brainwashed because they were like, start get out of this job. But I was oh like, it's God. okay. Like I'm making my own money. I was able to move to New York with it. And like, I really just like wrote it off in my brain. And ultimately what happened is what always happens when you ignore the universe for a really long time, which is that the universe punched me in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The universe was like, wake up. <laughs> and, and I had this experience with my boss where he called me in the middle of the night and like 
verbally attacked me. He like said all of these really ridiculous things. He cussed me out. He oh because God. I because I had to miss a meeting that was in the middle of the night my time. And so like like middle of the night like one in the morning. Yeah. And so yeah, that was the kind of workplace that he he and my other boss were cultivating. So anyway, so that happened and I took this video of myself where I was just crying. I still have the video. I was crying and I was like, you can't stay here for money. You can't do it anymore. Money is not worth what you're paying. And like, you have to get out of this job because it's going to kill you. This is horrible. You are too young to feel like this. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <I've Yeah>. God. <laughs> so I just, I literally quit like right after that with no other income. I had no job and I just started my business because I decided that I could and that I should and that I wanted to <laughs> and that I had valuable skills that people that would translate. I knew that I knew that I had intellectual property and that I had something of value and that my community would support me and lift me up until it took. Mm -hmm. And and it took. And I honestly think that was like one of the most important transitions I've ever made because, you know, it's really interesting. I think you'll like this, Nicole. I'm excited. I'm excited. Is that they actually reached out to me recently and asked me to come back. Shut up. No yes. way. Yeah, they did. It's a different, it's different people now, but, um, and I like the people it is now. The oh, people okay, who yeah. are there now, I, I actually really like. And so like, it, it seems like the problem is solved in a way. But I had to make the decision again. <laughs> I had to like re-decide, okay, do I want to bet on myself and on my business or do I want to go back to what I know I, I will make good money in doing? Mm -hmm. And like, I had to choose again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. And so I, I just think it's like about betting on yourself, yeah. honestly. I really think you have to, you'll, you'll never know. And, and I, you always wish you did. <laughs> when was this? Like when was this that you started your business and left your other job? December of 2019. What? That was kidding. six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was so recently. <laughs> I had it in my head. It was like two plus years ago. No, it was six months ago. Built. Oh my God. <laughs> Thanks. That's Isn't amazing. that crazy? That's crazy. But like, yeah. so, so getting into the mindset of this, like what was something, because starting your business from scratch, like as someone who's done the same thing, it yeah. is hard. Yeah. So what was like, what was your mindset? What was your belief that got you from here to here in such a beautiful amount of time? Yeah. I honestly think there's like two parts to it. One, I think artists just like innately have this discipline, right? Like I think that we just have this <laughs> discipline. Oh God. Hurts. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Where it's like, I almost was like, I was like, I am doing this. Like I, I didn't talk about it. Like, Oh, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm considering doing this. I was like, no, I, I do this. Like I immediately took on the role. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I just, I just, I think I just went for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just, I think I just bet on it and I just went all the way. And like, so that doesn't work for everybody. Of course. Like some people are like, I need to ease into it, but like, I really am not an easer. <laughs> I kind of jump all the way in really fast, which is like totally the Gemini in me. But like, I was gonna say, are you an Enneagram three out of curiosity? I am. I knew I am. it. Okay. <laughs> I knew yes. <laughs> Call me out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I think I just had the discipline because of being an artist and like, I, I also am resourceful and curious. And so mm -hmm. I, I got a coach right away. And I, you know, I also am like super adamant that like coaches are 
super vital to needed. success. Needed. Yes. Needed. Yes. Shout out to like, my coach who I hired yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey. You see, I love it too because it's like even coaches have coaches and coaches. Mm-hmm. It's like because everybody is trying to just like learn. And like that's something I try and explain to my clients too is that like when you're taking on a new title, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to be an expert. People aren't usually hiring you for the information. They're hiring you for you. Exactly. They can get like there's 50 Starbucks, but you go to the same few. Mm-hmm. And it's because you're not trying to find something new. You're trying to, it's the, it's the vibe. It's the energy. And it's the same thing with people. So how and do so, you help your clients find that? How do you help them really tap into their own magic to bring into the world? Totally. It's like kind of funny because I always say that like my business is like branding and, and business, but like we do a shit ton of introspective work because I you love can't it. not do it. You have to know no. the, the personal development side because if you don't know what you have to offer and if you don't know what make what what makes you special, you you can't do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we do a lot of introspection. Amazing. I always say that they become my best friends very quickly because I'm like because I'm like, I know a lot of your secrets. <laughs> my clients like yeah. within the first week I'm like I love you like you're so great <laughs> I'm like you're my best friend really yeah <laughs> so what are some major personal development tools that you use any resources books whatever yeah. oh my god for sure so um I have to say my favorite number one resource that I recommend to everybody all the time is the war of art by Stephen Pressfield it's a book and honestly it reads a lot like a manifesto so it's very empowering and it's like very thought-provoking um but it's my all-time favorite resource and a mentor of mine referred it or um yeah referred it to me when i was in college and i just have never put it down and essentially the ideas in it are that like resistance is an active force in the world and that like it will try to keep you from getting to your destiny essentially. And so when you pay attention to the things you resist or the things that you're like, absolutely not, hell no, I'm deeply afraid of that thing. Usually that's where you have to go. And it's very interesting. Yeah. So that's my number one resource. I read it all the time. I I really live my life by it. The war of art. I love that. Um, (laughs) But then like all things Brene Brown, all things Jen Sincero, yes. right? like, the, the queens, like <laughs> Queen. Marie, For- yeah, Marie Forleo, yeah. Everything is figure outable is my Bible. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. And her podcast is just like so stellar. Um, some other, some other authors I really like. I love Rebecca Solnit. She wrote the book Men Explain Things to Me, and so I feel like she really helps me to think about society a lot. Like it's like taking the inward and. In- the inward investigation and putting it into the outward society. So I love her. Um, I also really love the good life project. It's a podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm going to write this down. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and stuff mom never told you another podcast. Mm. I really like, I think that something, I think that, I think a lot of my stuff stems from like, like places of joy. Like I love things like the good life project. Cause I love to think about things in a positive light. But like that being said, I am also a huge believer of the fact that like you need, you need the shadow side of that. Like you can't have only light and, and you wouldn't want it because it wouldn't be light anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I speak in metaphors. honestly. I love often. it. Keep, no, I love <laughs> it. But like, okay. Something that I really try to explain to my clients a lot is that like, 
everybody wants to be at the top of the roller coaster, right? Everybody wants to be up there because that's the freaking boss ass best life spot and everybody wants it. And the middle is just kind of like you're coasting and the bottom sucks. Nobody wants to be in the lows of the roller coaster because it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. But you literally cannot just go from middle to top. You, like, that's not how momentum works. You have to go into the lows if you're ever going to get to the top. And that's what's super important to remember. And so, so even though I'm, like, very much based in positivity and very much based in joy, I, like, I only think those exist because of pain and because of struggle. So, yeah. <laughs> so all my resources have that lens on them, honestly. I, on, but I, I agree on a, on yeah. a very, very, because a lot of people, when they start getting into the personal development space, they're like, why am I not happy guru pants all the time? And yes. it's like, n- no, yeah. getting, getting through a personal <laughs> development journey means dealing with some dark demons. Yeah. And yeah. your limiting belief is a lot louder than you believe. Beliefs are yeah. a lot louder than a lot of us give them credit for. Totally. Yeah. Unpack them and to really start listening to them. So you become aware of them so that you can change them because awareness is the first step to change every time. Yeah. Yeah. That is when you start getting into a dark place. But once you get into the dark place, you become aware of those things. That's when you're able to build out of it. And it's like, yeah, I, I so agree. Oh, I love totally. that. Yeah. I mean, cause most of the time you don't even realize that these beliefs you have, like it's not even your voice telling them to you. you you're, they're not, it's not you speaking. So mm-hmm. where is it coming from? Do you Shannon. know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in my brain. Like, God. Yeah. No Damn it. Shannon's out there. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> So, Amazing. I, the question for you is, yeah. you have a business, you're a full-time actor, you live in New York City, which is a hustle and bustle place. How do you, do you believe in balance? I guess is a good question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I believe in it in theory. Yeah, exactly. I literally just had a session with my artistic coach the other day and I, I was like, I think I'm imbalanced. So, so like, yeah, I believe in it and I strive to achieve it, but I don't always get there. But I will say something that helps me and something that I think is the key for me personally, because everybody's got their own key. Uh, but I think that what what is the key for me is like radical listening, which is a term I, I heard recently um, in the no marking Facebook group. If anybody is in that, um, if you're not, you should join it. It's I was going to say, I don't, I don't know about this, but Nicole, you have to join. Okay. It. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Um, but anyway, they have tons of different creatives and artists come on and do these different um, live streams and webinars for, for, this group and somebody came on and was talking about, it was about marrying the arts with social justice, but she was talking about radical listening and that concept just so resonated with me. And I think that was the first time I've ever really heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what I, that's what I need. And that's what I try to do in order to balance things. So like, will you talk about it real quick, just for people who are like, yeah. I'm curious as to what that means. Yeah. So essentially it's like, the idea that like you're listening to somebody without the thought of I'm speaking next. So it's listening to somebody a hundred percent without your own motives behind it. Um, and it's, she, she was mentioning that like, that's the way that things change. And that's the way that like impact is had is when you have listened fully to somebody. And I think that that is something because I, I think about that in association, in association with presence Mm -hmm. and mindfulness. And I do really 
work to like have, when I'm with my partner, I'm with my partner. And when I'm working on my business, I'm working on my business. And when I'm out doing something artistic in the city, I am doing that thing. And I try to be so mindful about that. And I think that that also is in partnership with the radical listening piece of like, I am just trying to be there and hear what's happening. So that's Ooh, how that's I try to powerful. balance. That's powerful. <laughs> Given I'm not always good at it. <laughs> it's, I, I it's work hard. on it. Well, yeah. Especially in, in our society, no shots to technology a little yeah. bit, but like <laughs> we have conditioned our brains to constantly be like, go, go, go. What's next? Yeah, what's, what's next? next? Exactly. Contribute, it's, contribute. <laughs> create, create content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, it's stressful. If anything, yeah. it's just, it's, it's constant working our brain and a lot of people especially when it comes to like getting present a lot of people have issues not I won't say issues a lot of people have um challenges getting Mm -hmm. that ball rolling and really practicing it I'll use meditation as a great example yeah um I have tried meditation (laughs) tried is past tense like I I have (laughs) we're done trying literally it's like I I adore it and I I, it's something definitely on my list that it's like okay that's something I need to like make yeah. it a priority, but having your brain turn off, a lot of people are not very good about that recently. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say, especially in the artist community, especially in the mm-hmm. performers, because we're constantly working at the next thing, constantly yeah. thinking about the next thing, and especially radical listening for actors to listen on stage and to be present on stage without thinking, what's my next line? Totally, totally. Like, she, yeah. That's go, no, go for it. No, I, she, I was going to say that, yeah, that's like totally it. She was saying that like an extension of exactly what you're saying is she was like, yeah, think about the world as your scene partner. Like, th- like listen to the world as intently as you listen on stage. And like, oh, that's it's good. so, it, yeah, it's just such a beautiful concept. And I, like I said, I speak in metaphor. So metaphor really hits it for me. Like that's how I learn too. And I just totally agree. I, I just couldn't agree more. Oh my God. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Listeners, radical listening, start practicing it. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get, I'm going to get it. A, yeah. I, know, I was like, I'm going to commit to you. Like this is something that I think I, 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 I would love to start practicing as well. So thank you for bringing that up in this beautiful conversation. That's so good. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to even think, I'm like, what are my even questions? That was just such a mic drop. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's how I felt too. When I heard it, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, so, so good. I did have a question that I wanted to make sure we hit and that was mm-hmm. so much is happening on social media and yeah. especially right now with quarantine and it's like, I need to be doing this. I should be doing this. Like what we were saying, yeah. I need to be creating content. Yeah. Build, build, build. Is someone because you show up so, so freaking powerfully on, on, and it's never from a place of like, I'm better than you. It's always from a place of we're equals. I have something to share with you. And Mm -hmm. it's so, it's so beautiful. What do you say to the people who are looking at social media and are getting stressed by it? Yeah. How, how would you help them change that? Yeah. Thank you. That's what, that's like, I try to, I want that. That's what I want to be. And so I, I actively try to pursue that. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, uh, Okay. Uh, there are a couple things I would say. One is, is you need to be able to like pinpoint what's triggering that. Like what is doing that for you? Is it certain accounts? Is it certain subject matter? Is it, you know, certain apps that make you feel that way? Like what puts you in that place? And if you have to turn off your notifications, I encourage you to do that. If you have to empty your (laughs) inbox, I encourage you to do that. Unsubscribe, do it. Like I, I fully want you to approach social media 
<clears throat> as like thoroughly as you would with anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second part of that is that this might sound cheesy, but I full well believe this, that there, okay, when you're not there, when you're not saying what you need to say online, because first off, everyone has stories. Everybody has unique stories that it's only theirs to tell, that are only theirs to tell. So when you're not there, it's not like somebody else is standing in your place telling the stories for you. Like there's no one to compare to because mm-hmm. no one's doing that. <laughs> so if you're not there, the stories don't get told. It's your, it's your responsibility and it's your power and it's your joy and it's your opportunity to stand in your power and to be who you are out loud because without you it's just an empty space on the stage it's just something missing no one is there doing it for you no one to compare to no one's there it's an empty space i have chills oh this is okay. <laughs> keep going fantastic i feel like i'm and, at a sermon <laughs> like this is perfect <laughs> it's my dream to t- give a ted talk so we'll see <laughs> Um, (laughs) no, but like easy, it's so easy to like compare. Comparison is such a default mode for like creatives, especially. And like, there's no one there to replace you. There's no understudy for your life. Like there's you and there's nobody else who is you. It's a thumbprint. It's your digital thumbprint. And so if you don't want to show up, that's okay. I, I, I encourage you to, because I think that I think that it's important that you do. I think that you can't avoid the internet in the age we live in. Yeah. But um, if you don't want to, that's fine. But like your stories won't get told, and that's sad. That's unfortunate because I guarantee that within five minutes of listening to you say something, it's just about like prompting with the right question because mm-hmm. everybody has something that like after they say it, I'm like, do you understand how freaking special that is? <laughs> That's so cool. You, you beautiful idiot. <laughs> say that out loud. Like, <laughs> so, so I think that that's just like the way to approach it and like be gentle with yourself. Cause definitely there are like, there's like a Friday when I'm like, Oh God, I don't have a single thing to post today and I don't have anything written for my caption and and I'm freaked out and I'm like oh my god I have 20 minutes to write it but like at the end of the day I really try not to post on days like that like if that's how I'm feeling I really try not to do that because because it's a responsibility to also be there for other people with it. Like it's an energy exchange. Mm. Like you think that it's not because we're removed by the, like by screens, but like there's an energy being exchanged and like what I give you get and vice versa. And like, it's not fair to other people that I'm like, I'm going to force my intense energy on somebody today. Like, I don't think that's fair either. So I think it's about listening to yourself and like pausing and being like, ah, I'm not ready to post. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I needed to hear that. Thank you. That was beautiful. And I think that like, just like there's like intuitive, I mean, there's, there's so many intuitive things, intuitive daily meditation, intuitive eating, stuff like that. Like, I think this sounds silly in, in, in words, but I, I do mean it in all seriousness. There's intuitive social media ing. Yes, (laughs) yes, there is. Because there have been so many days where it's like, I feel like I'm behind. Oh, I yeah. see, I scroll and I'm like, oh my gosh, that person's creating content. That coach is doing a program. I'm not launching anything. Oh my God, like I'm behind. Yeah. And especially for creatives. I actually, I had a beautiful conversation with someone the other day where she was saying, I feel like I, I'm an imposter mm-hmm. on social media. And I feel like I, I see other people creating things and I'm behind. And I feel like I, 
I have nothing to bring to the table. And like yeah. when I do, it's all from like a place of lack and scarcity. And it's like, oh, well, first of all, hella introspective. Congratulations. Yeah. You're yeah. like ready to write a book. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's like that kind of energy. When you create something, you're always going to feel like I have to get this out as fast as possible. I'm yeah. already behind. And it's going to come from a place of rushed eagerness lack. Totally. Whereas if you create something because it aligns with you, there's never, a, there's, a, there's not a time limit. Yeah. And you just yeah. like, you create it and it just, whenever it happens is the right time. Yeah. I mean, and when you think about like all the times you have felt that in your life, like anytime I think about the moments, because there's tons of them when you're like, I feel late. I feel like I'm late. I feel like I'm late. Mm -hmm. And whenever I think about that in the, like in retrospect, I wish I could just tell myself I was never late. It was never true. It was Mm -hmm. always a narrative I was writing. And like, I, and I think, I think if we like the, the earlier we understand that, then like the earlier we can actually be where we are and like appreciate this part of the journey, you know? So like, I, I agree. I think you're totally right. <laughs> I think you're totally right. This is great. <laughs> um, oh my God. I can I just, actually one more thing. Oh my God. Of it's, course, about, it's about the same thing, but it's about the fact that like, that's why I think, especially for artists, it's so important to like identify or do that introspective work and like identify what it is that is special and unique about them because there you'll never go into a job. You'll never go into an acting opportunity without all of the things you are. You'll always be exactly who you are. And so like, if you go in doubting the incredible things you already are, you're not fully able to act. You're not fully able to be present and create. And like, if you just walked in, empowered knowing that already and knowing that you were right on time and right here supposed to be like it would be a better process so it's like it's affecting everything it's very important work when is your first book coming out i need it to be tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) it's now no (laughs) that was phenomenally said like oh my gosh so i i I have a question for you then yeah someone is feeling really disconnected to what makes them special. What is one question you would have them journal on, ask themselves, whatever that looks like to start the ball rolling okay. on like how special they are. And it can be several questions. One question. It can be three questions. Of course it can be three questions. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. One question I would ask is, okay, these are, these are actually literally three questions that I ask my clients all the time. Amazing. So yeah, there are three questions. Um, one is your PowerPoint. So what is something that you feel just truly confident in? Something about yourself that you don't doubt, you know is powerful, you are, feel like a true bad bitch when you think about it, like yes. your PowerPoint. Um, question two is, you know, hashtag real talk. What is something that you feel really vulnerable about and maybe you don't share as frequently, but it's a big part of your identity. So something that is a little bit more private, but like is very present. And my third and final question for you would probably be, what is the most, and I'm going to go in with the most, one specific incident, but what is the most major event in your life that has led you to where you are? Like, what is the thing that led you to where you are? Ooh, what a yeah. 
What a powerful question. I know because, because I I've thought about this a lot and you can pretty much always get to one thing, even if like you start with a few things and you're like, no, they're all very important. But if you even go through those, you can go like one layer further and they'll lead to one. Mm. And so it's important to think about that, not because it defines you or because it's like, because it's, it's who you are, but because you need to know your journey and, and, and your journey is usually what the most unique thing is. So that's what I'd say. I have one more question, actually. Let's, no, please. I I'm like, fourth. I could listen to you talk for hours. Please. <laughs> I have a fourth, and it's actually, I can't take credit for it because it's something that I got from a creative class with Al Silber, Alexandra Silber. She's a genius. And um, she asked this question, and I actually thought it was one of the most thought provoking things I've ever heard, but that um, it's essentially complete this sentence, right? <laughs> if it didn't sound totally batshit crazy, I would tell everyone blank. <laughs> oh. I know. I know. I immediately was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I don't even like, yeah, I'm speechless. I don't even, yeah. I don't even know. Like that, yeah. Oh think about it. Like, think about it. Do some journaling. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'm going to take all these and journal on my own and be like, what did Sarah say? Oh yeah. my God, this is phenomenal. <laughs> Actually, there was one question that I heard, so I'm going to piggyback off of. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there's one question I heard just recently, and that yeah. was, what is one solution you were put on this earth to find? And oh my gosh. I heard that, and um, I, it, was, it was phrased differently, but I can't remember the exact phrasing. That's like no, that's, the, the thing. But I, I heard that, and I was like, ooh. I have the chills. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I <laughs> – because it, it's immediately, like, purpose-driven, right? Like, immediately yep. you're thinking about purpose. Like, why am I put on this earth? What, yeah. what is the thing that I was put on this earth yeah. to figure out? And it's not too necessarily to achieve or to yeah. conquer or anything like that. It's what's a solution that I can provide by simply being myself? Yeah. And, like, I'm so excited to journal about <laughs> I'm like excited. <laughs> Retweet, same here. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I have one last question because I know we're we're finishing up. Yeah. On time, but this yeah. is one I definitely wanted to hit on. You have a beautiful relationship, and <laughs> I want to know because a lot of people, when when they when they get into a relationship, when they start living together and all that stuff, it kind of like the magic kind of dies. Yeah. Now, of course, I this is my first time ever speaking to you, but from being. <laughs> Yeah, and seeing the chemistry and the the energy you two have, it seems like it is far from anything like that. So it's far, it's it's alive. It's beautiful. Thank you. So, what is something you guys do to create that daily? Oh wow, that's a loaded question. Can I preface it with something? Absolutely. Okay, so my parents were the ultimate soulmates. Like my parents, literally, like. Just like, you know, they were made from the same stars. Like they are just, they are, they were soul mates. Mm -hmm. And like, I've, I've watched that my whole life. I have so many pictures of them holding hands that I like, they don't even know I took that. I just like, they're so, it's so special to me. And so I have always wanted a love that powerful. It was so important to me. And like, I've had loves, but like, it wasn't that, it wasn't like that. And so my current relationship is the first time I've felt like I'm anywhere near it. And like, I, and, and I feel a lot like that. Um, and so I think approaching it every day with that, with that mindset and that frame of reference has given me just this like deep, 
deep appreciation and like deep love for it. And like, we just really try, (laughs) you know what I mean? We just, we just really try. And like, we try to do the extra thing for each other. We try to go the extra mile. We try to surprise each other. And like, we just, I honestly think what it comes down to is we freaking try. (laughs) And. (laughs) Oh God. My eyes. I'm crying. Yeah. And like, and it's not to say we're perfect. Like I'm not even kidding when I say that she did a morning routine without me. And I literally like, we're so mad. (laughs) But like, but like, but we're working on that. And like, it's, it's like, I think, I think, I don't even know where I heard this once, although I have a feeling it might be because Beyonce said it, but (laughs) but I know, right. (laughs) But it's because we also just like, we don't really put breaking up on the table. Like we, Mm -hmm. and, and not like we're, cause we're not in a toxic place at all. So I don't think that that is like a full blanket statement. Like some people breaking up should be on the freaking table, but, Mm -hmm. but but like for us, we've known from the beginning that we never, we wanted to be together. Like she was there when my dad died. Like it's, she's, she's so much of my heart that I could, I, I feel like it's not on the table. And so like, we never approach fighting thinking that it's going to end in a breakup. We never approach any kind of conflict being like, "Mm, yeah, but we might break up or like any lack of passion. We don't think, yeah, this is going to, it's fizzling out. It's just a part of like where we're at, but like we're never on route to a breakup. I love that. Like, yeah, they, they say that when you have a hundred percent certainty in something, that will come true. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more when you have 100% certainty in the fact that your partner is your lifetime partner. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I couldn't, I, I, I've never heard it phrased out loud that way that like breaking up is not even on the table, but I just like, I feel like you just added me. That was so beautiful. Oh my God. Like, (laughs) yeah, I think it's kind of like in line with what we were saying with like, when you make the decision, the decision is made. Like it's like you put it out into the universe and it's, it, and so it is. And so it is, you know what I mean? And like, uh, yeah, in the same way that I I grew up saying, I'm going to be an actor and the same way that I say, I said from the beginning, I'm a business owner. Like you just, you just say it. It, it is a sense of fake until you make it, but like, it's also just like declaring it. Yeah. Like freaking shoot your shot. I love it. Shoot your damn shot. <laughs> I had a, I had my sister of all people on the podcast a few, a few weeks ago where, cause she's just started a running journey and like her and I grew up not running like ever. Mm. Like we had always. Oh my God. Then half marathon. Then my God. Well, that's the thing is about, uh, in back, back in October, I was listening to a podcast and I had been hearing for forever, like running, running, running. And for some people, when you hear running, you're like, okay, that's not for me. That's not really something I want to do. Yeah. But for her and I, we both heard it and we're like, that's something I I want to do, but I know it's going to be hard. So I'm not going to. Totally. And so back in October, I decided to change. I'm not a runner to I'm a runner. And doing that and to be fair, my I'm a runner mindset sometime meant I am walking for eight minutes, <laughs> I'm running for two. Then I'm walking yes. for eight minutes, I'm running for two until I hit a mile and then I'm celebrating like the cow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like but yeah. when, when I finally started doing that and then I started getting up to like 10, 12 miles, it was just like, oh yeah, this was always a part of me. And it, yeah. just, it felt so like the prophecy was coming true, sort of a, sort of a deal. And 
it's the same thing with literally everything you want in life. Yeah. Like I heard a great um, speaker the other day saying, when you decide to quit smoking, you don't say, oh, I don't do that anymore. You say, I'm not a smoker. Ah, and oh my God. That's so right? interesting. I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> like, so when you do that and it's like, oh, okay. So when I'm trying to like, it's so funny. You said I started my business and I just took on that personality. The second I changed my my narrative of, oh, I have a life coaching business too. I am a life coach. Yeah. I immediately, like everything fell into place. Everything started happening. Yes. And my first clients happened and I took off. Like, yeah. and it's like that, it, it's, it's such a, but your language is, it, your language creates your experience. And it's Absolutely. so powerful. I seriously love that. I love that so much. Like, I think that's why, especially in something like a new business venture, like the title is vital. Title mm-hmm. is vital. That's my phrase. Title is vital. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I, I just like couldn't agree more. I think that's like so interesting because it goes from being something that's separate from yourself to your identity. Yeah. And like, take it on. <laughs> I love ooh, that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to, I want to highlight that. It was so good. It, can you say that again? Cause that was yeah. so good. <laughs> it goes from being something that is separate from yourself to being your identity. And like, can you ugh. write a book. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like a I'm million so times. Excited. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, I adore you. I, I, I know I've said this several times, but I feel like I've known you 10 years and it's just, you have such a beautiful, beautiful presence and energy to you. I want everyone to feel this as well. So where can people find you? All the things. Yes, please. First off, I love connecting with people. Like I legit love it. I respond to every freaking DM. So message me. Yeah, Yeah, so please reach out. Um, But I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on my website. But I'm the most active with engagement communication on Instagram. So I would say if you're going to pick one, find me on Instagram. My handle everywhere is Sarah Falero, just my name, no H, S-A-R-A-F-A-L-A-R-A. No H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so like come and find me and I swear to God, we'll have a nice chat. And I'll put the link in the show notes so people can just click nice and easily. Yes. My dear, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on here and sharing your wisdom. I just, I couldn't appreciate you more. Seriously. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like such a fan of yours and your podcast and everything. And I just, I love being here and I love what you're doing and your mission. So just thank you for including me in that. Wow. What a powerhouse of a woman. I am so grateful to have had Sarah on the podcast and to get you guys that outlet to just open up to her energy. Like I keep saying, her energy is just infectious and it's so beautiful. Like I said, please, please, please go follow her. The link is in the show notes on Instagram. She just posts some really awesome, very uplifting stuff. So that is for you guys. But as always, I want to do some major takeaways from the episode because you know I am all about that implementation. So let's dive in. Number one, your type is what other people tell you you are, but your brand is what you decide you are. Number two, making a powerful decision creates some powerful effing change. Number three, changing the language from have to to get to, especially when it comes to getting up in the morning. And also remember, you have five seconds, five, four, three, two, one, to make a decision. Number four, your struggle is placed in your life so that you get to actively choose 
underline the word actively, choose to be reborn from the ashes. Number five, sometimes the things that feel so terrifying, just steps ahead, there is something beautiful waiting for you. Number six, if you are wanting to do something huge, take on the label right away and believe the crap out of it. Number seven, see how you can implement radical listening. Number eight, everyone has a story to share, and it is your job to make sure your story is heard. Number nine, here are the brilliant questions that Sarah said to really get to know yourself, to get to know the start of your brand, and just to do some self-reflection. First question is, what is something you are truly confident in? Number two, what is something you feel really vulnerable about, but it's very present in your life? And number three, what is the most major event, the most, not one event, what is the most major event in your life that has led to where you are today? I love these questions and I personally took them and ran with them and I did some introspection that really reconnected me to my mission and reconnected me to some alignment that I feel like especially in the past week, had maybe fallen out. So I highly recommend doing these questions, sharing these questions. I think they're so brilliant. But thank you, Sarah. I so appreciate you being on the podcast and sharing your wisdom. It was wonderful. So you guys, I want to do some little segments at the end of the episode because I think that they're very fun and very important and they're some of my favorite things about podcasts. So first one I want to start doing is small goals worth celebrating. If you're anything like me, you like to get stuff done. You like to check a thing off your list and then move on to the next. And we so rarely take time to celebrate and really let ourselves feel that accomplishment. So we are going to take some time to do the small goals worth celebrating. This week, my small goal worth celebrating is I have put the finishing touches on a larger goal that I've been working on for a while, which is a big rebrand. You might notice that some of my things are changing. You notice some of the podcast stuff was changed, all this stuff. It was a huge, big plan. And I'm putting the small, last little finishing touches on this huge, big project that just feels so conclusive, so nice, and just like, oh my God, get this thing done already. (laughs) So it feels really good. So that is something I am celebrating today. And then the second segment I want to add in is how... I got in my way this week. So one really positive small goals we're celebrating and one that's a little bit more self-reflective and how can we pivot? So how I got in my own way this week. With everything in the world going on, I don't think it's any surprise that a lot of us were feeling a lot of emotions. We're feeling anger. We're feeling depletion. We're feeling exhausted. And I I hate even saying that as a white woman because I can't even, I'm not saying like, oh, woe is me. I feel tired. That is so not what I'm saying here. What I am saying is that I got my eyes open the fuck up this week and it was time. It was needed. I think all of us had a little bit of that and I hope all of us had a lot of bit of that actually. And I've been reading, I've been learning and it, in the middle of that, my my morning routine and my journaling and my morning uh, visualization all kind of went out the window. And that, I noticed, really had a ripple effect on my day and thus had a ripple effect on my ability to focus in and learn and pour my heart into a community that freaking needs it right now. So how I got in my own way this week is I did not fill up my cup in the morning 
so that I can overflow and pour into others throughout the day. So that is something that I am mindfully putting into place next week and going forward from here. So I urge you guys to also look at ways that you might have gotten in your own way this past week and seeing how you can pivot, seeing how, okay, that worked, but maybe that didn't. So what can I do for the better in the future for my own well-being so that I can pour full, wholehearted into the black community because I know you see it constantly and you're going to hear it from me as well. Black lives matter now and always. Let's drive force this movement. You guys, as always, thank you so much for being here. And Sarah, yet again, I'm going to thank you a million times. I'm so appreciative of her being on the podcast. Again, guys, go give her a follow. She's just a powerhouse of a woman, and I so appreciate her. I love you all. I will talk to you all very soon, and have a beautiful, safe week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Now, please take a moment to either rate the podcast five stars, write a little love note in the comments, or share it on social and tag me at Life Coach Baker. I mean, heck, you're an achiever. Why not do all three? It helps so much to get the word out there. Now go, take the leap, and achieve your dreams. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.